midday, never early, never late. He will stand by what he claimed, lived enough life to say. I heard your heart, I see your pain. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Could be midnight. Could be midday. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He's never early. He's never late. Because help is on the way. Right around the corner. Right around the corner. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. People, y'all should be worshiping and praising. Glorifying our Lord and Savior. For He will answer all our prayers and needs on His time not our time it's on his time and we need to understand that all we have to do is sit still sit still turn it over to God praise and worship and glorify him from that point on for it is dealt with when the time is right when the time is right because he's never too early and he's never too late it's always on 
time. But it's his time, not ours. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Songs like that are very inspiring. They're uplifting. They're, they're, they're very inspiring. Uh, they encourage us to just keep on climbing. Keep on climbing. We were given fingers and toes to help us climb. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So we are to, do, to just continue, continue climbing. No matter the situation, just keep on climbing. Have that focus. Look up. Focus on that cross. That's our salvation. That's our glory. That's our promise for eternity. Keep focused on the cross. Keep climbing. And keep on praising and worshiping. Don't dwell. Don't dwell on the situation. Let it go. Be still. And let it go. For help is on the way. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <coughs> Today we're going to be reading Judges 3. And uh, it's kind of a continuation of yesterday. So I hope everybody got a chance to listen to that yesterday. Uh, this is the judges. And this is... The judges were sent. And the way I'm understanding it... Because I'm new to these these books too. And uh, for this point... Up to this point... The way I'm kind of understanding what's happening... Is uh, all the ancestries... All the, the, uh, the older people... Have died off. And so the new generation... The younger generation... Has... Uh, basically uh, they don't believe uh, they don't trust and they worship other gods and they're just being part of the world they uh, they don't they don't have faith or believe in the Lord even though the Lord has done all this stuff for the Israelites this new generation is kind of like they are today in today's time they are they're not taught right they are taught wrong in school there's not a school out there that teaches right unless it's possibly a, a, a Christian school the government is is twisting and turning everything around that is wrong uh, they believe in 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 in, in, in transgenders they believe uh, men should be be, be women and women can be men they believe in abortions everything the government is teaching our children is brainwashing them against God and we're going to pay a price for it we're all going to pay a price for it that's why it's our job to be the ancestries and to be the elders to teach the younger generation right from wrong. If we sit back and let our government and our schools do it, look what's happening right now in the world. It's upside down. Uh, because so many of us are scared. They're scared that others are going to say something about our beliefs. We got to let that pride go. We have to let that pride go. We have to start doing as our elders did, as our grandparents did, as all the 
people in the past have done teaching teaching everybody the way they need to be we can't twist we can't we can't justify our sins with the Bible and that is what's happening churches today are so afraid of losing people out of their congregation so they don't teach the truth they twist it they allow it and so many people think because they go to church even though they're not being taught the word as it's written or believe in what their pastors are telling them because they don't want to pick up the Bible and read it themselves we got to have a change we got to have a change and who's going to make that step who's going to take that who is willing to take that step and start teaching our young people right from wrong truth truth the word the scriptures as it's written not as we want it to be hallelujah 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 amen amen that's being said let's go ahead and say our prayer dear heavenly father we come to you today thanking you thanking you worshiping you honoring you praising you for the help that is on the way as the song mentioned father all we have to do is have faith and believe believe the word believe what we read what we read not always what we hear for if we hear something father we should go back and read it ourselves and make sure make sure that is what it's saying that make it this the bible is written and and and, and it should not be twisted just read it for what it says and i ask that people do that today lord i ask that people start praying and getting on their knees and and, and asking for all their children family loved ones everybody involved in their life their neighbors their strangers people of their town the president the, the government get on our knees and start praying for these people to come back to you lord for that is what it is we're going to have to do as the Israelites in the stories that we're reading, the new generation don't know any better for they're taught differently. And they start believing what they hear versus going back and reading it. They don't have somebody in their life to to, to lean on to, to, to look up to uh, that is righteous. And we have to be that righteous people we have to be that righteous people and teach the truth and not be scared of the outcome. Father, we're going to face our persecutions. The Bible throughout all talks about Christians and their persecutions. That's fine. Let them throw their stones. Let them throw their stones. For you are a great protector and we need to put that faith in you. That you will protect us. Yes, we will face some, but that's part of faith. But if we stay strong, stay strong, hold on to our beliefs, teaching and preaching and, 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 and telling others the truth, Father, you have our back. You have our back. And it gives our younger generation the ability to know right from wrong. And, and they, too, will be able to carry on of the traditions as time goes by. Father, I ask today and I beg that all the Christians out there listening today that you speak to their hearts, that the Spirit fills them up and they have a burning desire to teach all their loved ones 
all their loved ones, the new generation, the truth. Father, we always want to worship you, honor you, glorify you, magnify you, praise you, adore you, believe you, listen to you, and above all, above all, always, always, always love and adore you in every situation in life, putting our faith, total faith in you, for you will always be there for each and every one of us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 amen, 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 hallelujah, amen. So today's Wednesday, today's hump day. I hope everybody's having a great week. I hope everybody is finding time to spend with Jesus uh, every day, every day. And I hope everybody is, is finding time to to show the love for each other, one another, in your neighbors, your friends, your families. Uh, let your light shine. We have to let the light shine. There's no light out there that will not overcome any darkness. Have you ever wondered, have you ever wondered why at nighttime you bring a light out and it attracts all the all the wildness, all the the the, the beast, the insects, bugs, fish, whatever it is, they're attracted to that light because they're escaping that darkness. That light overpowers dark. There's not a light out there that doesn't overpower any or the greatest darkness. We are light, for we are children of God. We are the light. And we have to let that light shine. We have to be Christian at all times. Not temporarily, not on a temporary basis, but at all times. Those that are in the darkness, they are drawn to the light. They're drawn to the light. Think about that. If we keep our light on at all times, no matter where we're at, no matter where we're at in this world, the darkness will be drawn to the light. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Those that are in darkness, they're scared, lonely. They're children of Satan. And they're not happy. They are not happy. They're hungry and they're thirsty. We have to let that light shine. So let that light shine at all times so that those that are in the darkness will be drawn to the light and have their chance, their chance to also share the grace. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That being said, let's go ahead and start our reading today. These are the nations the Lord left to test all those Israelites who had not experienced any of the wars in Canaan, the new generation. He did this only to teach warfare to the descendants of the Israelites who had not had previous battle experience. The five rulers of the Philistines, all the Canaanites, the Sidonians, and the Hevites living in Lebanon mountains from Mount Baal Hermon to Lebo Hermoth. They were left to test the Israelites to see whether they would obey the Lord's commands which he had given their ancestors through Moses. 
See, the law was written. They were given the law, but all the ancestors have long gone. And they're being tested where they don't know the wars or the situations and everything that, had, that, that their ancestors had been through. And so, uh, Lord commands which he had given their ancestors through Moses. So they don't, they're not, they're not carrying on the laws. The Israelites lived among the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. They took their daughters in marriage and gave their own daughters to their sons, and they served their gods. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. They lived among the tribes and married into other tribes and started serving their gods. Othniel, the Israelites did evil. Othniel is the title. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. They forgot the Lord their God and served the Baals and the Azras. The anger of the Lord burned against Israel so that he sold them into the hands of Kishon, Rishatham, king of Aram, Nahayim. I, I, words, y'all do not hold, hold names against me. To whom the Israelites were subject for eight years. But when they cried out to the Lord, he raised up from them a deliverer. They cried out to the Lord, even though they were they they, they denied and, and were serving other gods. And, and he had to he had to punish them by giving them into the hands of a king. But they cried out to the Lord, Father, Lord, will forgive us, help us. And he raised them from them a deliverer. Athanel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, who saved them. The Spirit of the Lord came on him so that he become Israel's judge and went to war. The Lord gave Kushan, Rasathim, king of Aram, into the hands of Ethno, who overpowered him so the land had peace for 40 years until Athanel, son of Kenaz, died. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Their judge, their, their, their leader from the Lord, the servant of God that was filled with the Spirit, he died. And when he died, nobody stepped up to take over. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And because they did this evil, the Lord gave Eglon, king of Moab, power over Israel. Getting the Ammonites and Amalekites to join him, Eglon came and attacked Israel. And they took possession of the city of Palms. The Israelites were subject to Eglon, king of Moab, for 80 years. I'm sorry, 18 years years for 18 years they were under uh, the leadership of Eglon king of Moab they were Moab was in control again the Israelites cried out to the Lord and he gave them a deliverer again 
Hud, a left-handed man, the son of Gur, the Benjamites, the Israelites sent him with tribute to Eglon, king of Moab. Now Hud had made a double-edged sword about a cubic long, which he strapped to his right thigh under his clothing. Remember, he was left-handed, but he strapped this, this double-edged sword to his thigh under his, on his right side, uh, on his thigh under his clothing. clothing. He presented the tribute to Eglon, king of Moab, who was a very fat man. And, and it does say was a very fat man. After Hud had presented the tribute, he sent on their way those who had carried it. But on reaching the stone image near Gilgal, he himself went back to Eglon and said, Your Majesty, I have a secret message for you. Hallelujah. The king said to his attendants, Leave us. And they all left. Hud then approached him while he was sitting alone in the upper room of his palace and said, I have a message from God for you. Hallelujah. As the king rose from his seat, Hud reached with his left hand, drew the sword from his right thigh, and plunged it into the king's belly. Even the handle sank in after the blade and his bows discharged. Hud did not pull the sword out and the fat closed in over it. So this was a very fat man. Then Hud went out to the porch. He shut the doors of the upper room behind him and he locked them. After he had gone, the servant came and found the doors of the upper room locked. They said he must be relieving himself in the inner room of the palace. They waited to the point of embarrassment. But when he did not open the doors of the room, they took a key and unlocked them. There they saw the Lord fallen to the floor dead. Hallelujah. While they waited, Hud got away. He passed by the stone image and escaped to Ciara. Ciara. When he arrived there, he blew a trumpet in the hill country of Ephraim, and the Israelites went down with, with him from the hills, with him leading them. Follow me, he ordered, for the Lord has given Moab, your enemy, into your hands. So they followed him down and took possession of the fords of the Jordan that led to Moab. They allowed no one to cross over. At that time, they struck down about 10,000 Moabites, all vigorous and strong, but not one escaped. That day, Moab was made subject to Israel, and the land had peace for 80 years years. After Hud came Shamgar, son of Anath, who struck down 600 Philistines with an ox gourd, he too had saved Israel. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
what what all this is telling me is is kind of what's going on today in prophecy uh israel even though they do keep turning against god they are god's chosen people and he always saves them he always saves them they are the apple of his eye and and this brings to mind what's going on and i've, I've mentioned it before about what's going on the prophecy that's going on in israel right now we have a generation that they they feel that the the the, the uh, Palestinians and stuff that are getting killed over there uh, are are cruel and not godlike, and they don't understand truth of what's really happening, and so they do. They're 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 like this big humanitarian uh, relief effort. Uh, they think in their minds that they have to to be great humanitarians. But one thing that we all know, and we'll get into this a little later on when we get into the Book of Revelations, is the Antichrist is the greatest humanitarian there is. Think about that for a minute. The Antichrist is a great humanitarian. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Folks, we can't judge prophecy. We don't have to agree completely with how it's being done, with how things are turning out. What we have to do as Christians, read the Word, believe the Word, know what God has said in the Old Testament and the New Testament, and that Israel will always be under the protection of God, and that anybody anybody that turns against Israel will face damnation. That including, that is including the generation we have here in the United States and other parts of the world that are turning against Israel. People, we got to get on our knees. We got to pray for our country. We got to pray for our new generation. We got to start teaching the word of God as it is written. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That being said, let's go ahead and say our prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today. We come to you asking. Asking for the way. The way to 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 get to our young people, to get to our, our the new generation, to be able to speak to them in a manner that they will understand. Father, we have to surrender all our being over to you and we, we have to pray for our government our society, our schools that are teaching and twisting everything for Satan Father we're in, we're in a bad time we are living in a bad horrific time and we need your help we know that you're in control and we're turning it over to you we're turning it over to you. All of our government, our schools, our churches, all the people that 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 are misled. Father, we ask that you find a way, you find a way so that we could reach them. We could reach them and they also 
and can come into the light and let their light shine. Father, this is horrific times, horrific times. And it's not just happening in Israel, it's all over. The whole world is upside down. No matter how you look at it, uh, we need you. We need you back in our government. We need you back in our schools. We need you back in our churches. So, Father, we come to you today asking for a great revival, a great revival, a great outpouring of your spirit so that all everybody will be able to let that light shine and, and the darkness, the darkness will be pushed away and more and more will come into the light. Father, we always want to, to glorify you, honor you, worship you, magnify you, praise you, adore you, trust you, believe in you, listen to you, and above all, above all, always, always, always love you. In Jesus, Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Amen. So, tomorrow we're going to read about Deborah. And then we'll go into the Song of Deborah in chapter 5. Um, but we'll have the story of Deborah tomorrow. Hope everybody is uh, understanding that, that these days and times, what's happening. Associate what we're reading with society today. And it will be an eye-opener. It will be an eye-opener. People, we're, in the, we're at the end times. We are so close to the end times. And, and, and I'm scared for our country. I'm scared for our country simply because we're turning more and more against Israel. And that is the one thing, the one thing a nation cannot do is turn against Israel. For any reason at all. And if, if you believe uh, that Israel's in the wrong, I ask that you get start reading these books and start understanding that we can't go against Israel in any way. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I pray that everybody starts finding and spends time with Jesus uh, the remainder of the day and the week. I pray that anybody in need, that they learn to just surrender it and turn it over to God. And I do pray that each and every one of us will start praying for our government, our schools, our children, our churches. To turn back to God, for He is our only way out. He is going to be our only saving grace. And we have to turn it all over to Him. I love each and every one of you. God's willing, uh, tomorrow I'll be able to read uh, the next chapter. Uh, until then, until the next time, I love each and every one of you. Just find time to spend with Jesus. And let's start praying. Amen. About three wooden crosses Upon a hill for everyone to see Two sinners on the outside Couldn't save themselves if they tried All I could think is, man, that sounds like me I've been the one on the left Full of guilt and regret long gone Cause I know who paid my cost 
full of guilt and regret Long gone on the wrong side of living I've been the one on the right Always looking for a fight Thinking I can never be forgiven I'm standing here today Overwhelmed by grace Cause I'm 